0: Welcome
1: to this week's quickie, our super
0: fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. So this is the episode that I desperately needed a few months ago when COVID first hit and I had some serious news burnout. Yeah, man, it was, it got bad. I think this is legit
1: something we all need to hear right now. Today, we are diving into how to navigate the news responsibly while also protecting your mental health, because striking that balance of staying informed and like protecting your sanity is really, really hard. And with COVID and the US election, there's just so much going on right now and so much news being consumed more mm-hmm. than ever. And it's just overwhelming trying to stay up to date without going crazy, as
0: Kaelin and I have <laughs> <Yep>. both <laughs> felt lately. So let's throw down some stats because everybody likes a good stat. Love a stat. A recent data analytics report in the U.S. found that people were spending 215% more time reading news online at the beginning of COVID than they were last year, which is nuts. That's huge. So it's more important than ever to be hella smart and accurate with your consumption and just find the best ways to engage for you. Yeah, and 7
1: out of 10 Canadian millennials get their news from social media, but less than 4 in 10 trust
0: it. Which, I mean,
1: we're living in the
0: era of hashtag fake news. Yeah. And clearly the way we're consuming news has changed and there's a lot of distrust. So first off, we're going to dive into some ways that you can make better decisions when it comes to the accuracy and diversity in the news that you're consuming. First things first, read beyond the headlines and beyond the tweets. Mm -hmm. Totally okay to find your breaking news on Twitter, but educate yourself beyond that first initial tweet.
1: Yeah. Like everybody pretty much just shares a tweet with a headline or with a piece of news, but they haven't read the article. But it is a good way, if you're a busy person, to just consume things on the go and then delve more into the pieces that affect you. Second important thing is to take responsibility in fact-checking the news that matters to you. Mm -hmm. Obviously, good journalism is fact-checked, but because of innate biases and because every single news outlet has you know, has their own blind spots, yeah. it's still important to do your own fact checking. Snopes is a really, really good
0: resource. You can pretty much fact check absolutely everything on this website. So smart. It's also important to look at multiple sources because diversity of thought is so important and you really don't want to be consuming your news in a vacuum with one publication and one opinion. So avoid confirmation bias and read different points of views and just sort of educate you yourself on all sides of a story. Another thing that helps is having conversations with people who have opposing views from you and just have an open, safe, honest discussion to understand it. You don't need to get in an argument, it doesn't need to get heated. Just like walking on the other side of the street now and then changes your perspective, different points of view will make you more perceptive and just able to discern fact from fiction. It's so important, yeah. it's so key. And I mean
1: it's almost like in real life and online, it's easy to just get served up the same algorithm. If you only surround yourself with people who are exactly the same as you, and if you only consume certain types of content online, you will just be served up the exact same ideas as your own over and over again, and you Mm -hmm. will never learn or expand. And it's okay to disagree with people. Like, I have this, I'm very strong in my beliefs, and I for sure get into arguments with people sometimes, but I always try to go in with an open mind and know that even if I don't agree, I might now be more educated on the other side. Yeah, and it's just a perspective. Oh, yeah, my yeah. partner and I get into it. We like we get <laughs> into it because we have very different views on a lot of important things, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we, I think are able to meet more in the middle because yeah. we are representing sides that the other might not hear normally. The other really important thing that you need to know is that biases exist in every single media outlet. Mm-hmm. It, like they are run by humans, and political parties can be involved in different outlets. They can be paying for some of the content. Yeah, corporations are you know sponsoring content, so there will always be biases. And the best thing you can do is to educate yourself on which of your go-to publications skew more left and more right. And bias doesn't mean. That it's bad. Like if you're looking to mm-hmm. just avoid bias, you won't be able to consume news. Yeah. <laughs> so it's you're not looking to just avoid anything that has bias. You just want to be able to understand that it exists and then navigate accordingly and try to consume things from either side. So mm-hmm. a really good way of figuring this out is we'll link this all in the show notes. But MediaBiasFactCheck.com, you can put in any news outlet in the world and it will bring up an amazing report on whether they skew left or right, whether they're opinion-based or fact-based, it's such a good resource. So definitely check that out. And then also, you can literally just Google the media bias chart. It's so helpful. It rates every outlet from most extreme left to most extreme right and reports on which ones are neutral, how they skew. And then it also rates whether they are original fact reporting, whether it's analysis and opinion, or whether Mm. it's like straight-up propaganda. From this chart, you can see that Reuters, Bloomberg, and the Skim and time they are all neutral so they have very minimal or very balanced bias which is really good to know and then obviously you can see like on this chart that fox news as one would expect is hyper right and they skew towards unfair persuasion Mm -hmm. uh, in their storytelling Huffington Post is also like super left.
0: So it also has a reliability scale, which is pretty cool. So it ranks them by reliable, somewhat reliable, unreliable, which is also really helpful.
1: Especially just, I don't know, leading into the election. It's not, you know, we're Canadians, so we're not voting, but it's really just helpful to understand what we're consuming and Mm -hmm. what the biases might be. The other thing I love is looking to outlets that are explanatory rather than reactionary. Obviously, a lot of news outlets' models are based on breaking news. Like Everybody wants to be the first one there, the first one to report on an issue or a story. That's where you get the ad dollars and the views and everything that keeps (laughs) the machine running. But if you're looking for the nuance and the context and the accuracy of really good journalism, any outlets that step back and can represent many different sides of an issue and do like a full-scale report, you're going to get a lot more context and a lot more accuracy. So some great examples of publications and news channels that do this are, my favorite is Vox. Vox is is amazing. The best. Every single thing that they do is amazing. So they're not reactionary. They're very thoughtful explainers. They Mm -hmm. dive into issues from every different side. Also, Refinery Twenty Nine and the Skim—they do like really, really good investigations. They cover everything. They're such great resources. And in Canada, McLean's and Flair also do a lot of in-depth uh, explainers. I've been really loving Flair's explainer series, uh, written by Catherine Singh, and they break down in super digestible kind of snippets of everything you need to know about an issue and make it super approachable and almost like servicey. It's yeah, it's really good.
0: Another thing is don't share stories on any platform if you haven't read them or vetted the source. Oh my God, say it louder. (laughs) That is just how fake news gets spread and it's just not healthy for you or the people that follow you.
1: I feel like everyone has like a random family member that just shares 2,000 things on
0: Facebook that they haven't read and you're just like, no, stop. It's so annoying. It's so, it's not good. You got to think about why you're doing it. Like, are you doing it to get attention or to share some sort of knowledge or persuade people? And if it is the latter, there's probably a better way that you could go about doing it 100 percent. another thing remember that your country is not the only country in the world it mm-hmm. is so important to consume global news local news i mean these are the things that are going to make you just a more well-rounded human being if you know what's going on it's also going to help put things into perspective for you when you yep. hear about what other countries are going through and it might even make you aware of some causes that you want to get involved in educating yourself on the issues in the world and what people are going through is such a good way for you to learn how you can give back to those communities Mm -hmm. it's just so much more impactful and it helps you just get out of like the vacuum that i was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. if you're aware of what else is going on out there another good piece of advice that we can give is to consume news in a way that works with your lifestyle so for me that's my alexa every morning i say alexa tell me the news and she talks to me for 10 minutes while i'm making my coffee
1: I love that. That's so you too, because I feel like Alexa's she she, freaking she sets a life. tone for your day. Yeah. She's like, get <laughs> up and do ten jumping jacks, Callan and like, here's the news, whether you want it or not, and I'm giving it to you in ten minutes. It, that's really really smart. It's so important to find a medium that works for you. So mm-hmm. like, if you're not a reader, listen to podcasts. I yeah. love New York Times The Daily, Today Explained from Vox, or the Big Story podcast. So good. That is where I'm getting the bulk of my news, especially about the election, and especially. COVID stories, it's yeah. all, it's really, really good stuff. And if you're more of a visual person, like consume video, look, look to Vox, look to New York mm-hmm. times, look to good outlets that are doing video explainers. Cause that's really helpful. And also if you live on social, that's cool. I mean, news pretty much breaks on Twitter. So if you're yeah. active on Twitter, you're already there for me, I live on Instagram and I freaking love that all of these smart, smart accounts on Instagram are now doing really awesome graphics like carousel graphics where Mm -hmm. you can swipe through and get detailed explanations of what's going on in the world like what's going on in Nova Scotia right now what's Mm -hmm. going on in Yemen and you slide through and there's all the stats there's all the background Uh, some really good examples of where you can find this is shit you should care about the slacktivists now this and an account called activism and stuff they are all so good I've truly gotten smarter since following these accounts
0: well it's like quick digestible content that you don't have to sit through like a whole 10 page article mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. just sort of swipe through get the gist of what's happening and then go about your day and not spend three hours reading something
1: it's true and it's visual and it lives in an environment that i already spend a lot of time on so mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a chore it's like yeah it just feels like part of your daily consumption
0: and that's the kind of shit you can share because it's, it's
1: exactly well researched totally and i mean i'm too i'm too old for tiktok but i know the kids <laughs> these days are actually getting quite politically active on tiktok and really? there's a lot of really really cool news explainers on oh, tiktok
0: oh i didn't know that oh, so just to throw some more stats in here a recent times article shared a study that showed that more than half of americans say that news causes them stress and many report feeling anxiety fatigue or sleep loss as a result which but I that totally adds up re- really do yeah. yeah that's a fact but what's crazy is that one in ten adults check the news every hour still and 20 percent reported constantly monitoring monitoring their social media feeds
1: and I mean, it's good to be informed, and this entire first part of our episode is all about how to stay informed. Yeah. But we also want to talk about helpful tips to protect your mental health while mm-hmm. you're staying up to date with what's going on in the world. Because I know, you know, most people probably feel the same way. After the murder of George Floyd, we were consuming, a- I was like watching footage of every single protest of everything I could get my hands on Mm -hmm. I was consuming because I felt like I had it was my social responsibility Mm -hmm. to know and it was the least I could do it's like this if I can't sit through footage of what's going on in the world then like who am I to even like be upset about it yeah yeah. but it was just kind of twenty four seven, and I got really depressed about it like I was I couldn't think about anything else I was so freaking upset and if you are burning yourself out and putting yourself in a really bad mental health space because of your news consumption, you won't have any energy left to do something about it. Yeah. Like you're now informed, but you have nothing you left to action. give. You, ha- you can't yeah. take action. You've completely exhausted yourself, totally. just gathering information. So there needs to be a bit of a balance so that you can be informed, but you can also function in day-to-day life.
0: And like still serve your community and the world. So this first tip obviously is a bit obvious, but if you do find that you're getting more and more anxious or depressed from the news that you're consuming, try reducing the amount of minutes that you're doing it on a daily or weekly basis. Don't do what I did and took. I literally took months off from reading the news. Jill had to like explain what was happening in the world to to me like for the past three months, and that's not not cool. Like,
1: FYI, we are now in stage two in Toronto of yeah. COVID, and she's like, "What?" I was like,
0: "Oh shit!" So no patio, <laughs> cool. Like just like don't don't do that. It's not good. So find a way to consume it in a way that allows you to still go on with your with your day and like carve it out maybe you do like 10 minutes in the morning. Yeah,
1: I think it's about being intentional too, yeah. which which is really helpful. Like if you are just constantly scrolling and yeah. being one of the 10 adu- one in 10 adults who check every hour, you're not Being intentional, you're just kind of like passively consuming. Numbing out to it. Whereas if you're like every day at lunch while I have a coffee and eat something, I'm going to devote half an hour, if that's the time that works for you, Mm -hmm. to go to these trusted sources and find out what's going on. That's like a way better way to do it. A lot of the times I even just save on Facebook articles I want to read because I'm like, I can't engage in this right now. It's distracting or I can't, I don't have the bandwidth and then I can come back to it when I designate time, which is good. Another hot tip is kind of have a few self-care ritual or ideas in your back pocket for after you consume upsetting news. I mean, there's a lot of upsetting news in the world. There's a lot going on right now and things can feel really anxiety-fueled and overwhelming with COVID. So if you are overwhelmed and if you are feeling super depressed after educating yourself on an issue, know that, okay, now I'm going to unwind and take a bath or I'm going to do half an hour of news consumption and then I'm going to do yoga so I can just switch my mindset and Mm -hmm. feel better and certainly don't do it right before bed because I was doing that in the beginning of COVID like before bed at 1am I'd be looking up every single COVID stat ever and then I would have anxiety for the entire (laughs) night and then I'm like I don't know why I can't sleep it's like yeah that's why you You are having an anxiety attack (laughs) so don't do it before bed and Try to have a few ideas of what you can do to to pull yourself out of a spiral if you are spiraling.
0: Yeah. And follow good news outlets too. Like there's mm-hmm. a ton of awesome good news in the world that's going on that no one hears about because the news cycle thrives off bad news. Yep. But like when John Krasinski had some good news yes. at the beginning of COVID, that was giving me life. Yep. And there's good news movement. So Tank good news.
1: So good. good. So good. There's always good stuff happening. I also love I think it's buzzfeed i can't remember who it is but someone rounds up at the end of every year all the good shit that happened in the in the year prior and it's like good luck for 2020 i know i know (laughs) what like find something good in the garbage dumpster that this has been. no but there will be good things there will will be be. like all of the frontline workers and how much they did yeah there will be all of the people who went above and beyond and all of the incredible innovations humans made to respond to the bad news so Mm -hmm. there's always run towards the good stuff too Another helpful thing is setting alerts for the outlets or the journalists or political figures that matter to you during important time periods. So if there's you know a go-to health expert that you can set alerts to on Twitter and Instagram, that means when they're posting news, you're going to get that alert. And then you can kind of escape all the other shit and all the mm. other news. You don't have to like go into those spaces yeah. constantly. You can just get it tailor-fed and delivered to you, which Smart. is great. And you don't have to waste time.
0: And another way to stay up to date with COVID specifically without spiraling into anxiety, fear, and depression would be Mm kind of like what we said before, but check weekly instead of daily. Mm -hmm. If you are someone who is sort of obsessively consuming that content, don't do it at night, like Jill just said. And then focus more on your local government's announcements because that's what's going to impact you directly. I know a lot of people who've been talking to me about how they're getting very obsessive and Mm -hmm. constantly
1: refreshing. and. Honestly, like COVID numbers and COVID updates were dominating every conversation I had with my partner for a while because he's in the States and I'm here. And so every convo we had for like a month was just like, what are the numbers now? What's going on here? Well, what about this state? Well, what's happening there? I'm like, it was toxic. It was really bad. We can't change those numbers. We can certainly stay up to date on like best protocol and Mm -hmm. and staying
0: healthy. And it's important
1: to be aware of what's going on and to check the news. But if you are fixating on it and like tracking every single number and death, it's really toxic. It's too much of anything is bad. And there's also, man, there's sites that are doing really beautiful things surrounding COVID that are worth like looking into. McLean's has something right now called they were loved. And I've literally cried reading it and they are partnering up with journalism schools across Canada to get students to help write obituaries for every single person oh that has died during COVID in
0: That's Canada. It's so lovely. It is
1: and not just like a name, a date and, you the know, kids a one are leaving behind. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. truly like they're telling the stories of people. It's so beautiful. So there's a lot of people who are making a difference in the news and it's worth looking at that we really hope that these tips help you stay informed and navigate the hectic news that we're surrounded by these days responsibly and healthily because you got a life to live and you you can do it with balance and we're going to get through this guys yes
0: we are we're all in this crazy year together a (laughs) hundred percent all right
1: go forth and stay informed